Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish this week's plot so far is by Rose Parsons. <laughs> Last night in Golden Bus Story, Nigel and Derek discovered that they had a mutual love of homoerotic Nazi films and spent the night sucking each other's gay venom out in a hundred-seat cinema. Hmm. A load of kids talked some rubbish in the all-night shopping precinct, but then Miss Stone appeared and they had to do some hiding. Hmm. The men ones spent the night gambling with a six-year-old and then they all woke up naked in a bathroom full of money and buses. The day was saved, but at what cost? I mean, they weren't naked, right? No, I didn't say. Aching and hungover, the teachers argued about whether or not to spend another night in the hotel. Eventually, they decided to run away so they wouldn't have to buy a new swimming pool. So, after a night spent in a hotel causing havoc and winning buses... They've decided to leave. Miss yep. Stone has said, we'd better go before the police catch us. Yes. <laughs> we'll look innocent if we run away. Yeah. If we stay, we're guilty. Absolutely. That was her logic, right? Yeah. This Also, this is the end of stage one. Mm-hmm. According to your manuscript, this is stage one. All yes, right? that's stage the one stage. was go to a gold hotel. Yeah. Right. So now we're going to start stage two. Mm. Uh, but also, yeah. I notice that mm-hmm. there's not actually much of this left. You did give up before you finished it, right? I did give up. But don't worry, listener, we will finish this story one way or another. We will not leave you unsatisfied. We will sate your desire. We'll sate your desire, yeah, yeah. We'll come up with some way of ending it. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll travel back in time, kidnap young Howard, put him in the cellar, make him finish it. All right, let's get on with it, shall we? Yes, please. All right, so now we move on to stage two. And so it was that with a considerable amount more possessions... Being mostly money and chocolate. And buses. Come on, have <laughs> yeah, the fucking forgotten. buses? You have forgotten about the buses, I think. Anyway, they've got a considerable having, amount... Suddenly having 12 buses yeah. warrants uh, mentioning, right? Well, you need something to carry all this money and chocolate, right? right so yeah. put it on one of your extra buses and get, get what I don't know, get the other teachers to drive them, I suppose. Mm. you got four adults, right? Not, four adults. not enough people to drive 12 buses. <laughs> no, no, but you, you could take four and like, give the others to charity. Yeah. <laughs> Stick the others in the charity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's not yeah, full of crisps. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, with it a cons- is though we know that. Yeah, we do know that. <laughs> with a considerable uh, amount more possessions, I do like the phrasing there. With a considerable amount more possessions, being mostly money and chocolate, the teachers, pupils, and driver picked the most luxury bus. Ah, here we go. No, okay. they picked the most luxury bus. Luxurious. The one that had a toilet on, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
And no, like, it's just fucking gold, isn't it? <laughs> the goldest the gold bus. One. The slowest bus. Yeah. The slow the goldest, gold bus. diamondest bus. The most uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. gold seats with the diamond yeah. crust- crustaceans. Yeah, yeah. Crustaceans. <laughs> yeah. Diamond <laughs> crabs walking around on Sidewards. this Sidewards. Yeah. Diamond crabs wandering around, <laughs> pinching your feet. They're going, all right. Ah, diamond crabs. Admittedly, this is the least comfortable bus, yeah. but look how lux- luxury it is. Yeah, Luxury is. <laughs> so they picked the most luxury bus and climbed aboard. He would retire, Rafe had decided, perhaps open up his own coaching service. After all, Carlos had given him the other 11 coaches and a considerable amount of money. Wow. Why has Carlos given him a considerable amount of money if he's already given him 11 coaches? <laughs> like, here, here you go, have 11 coaches and a bag of money. Uh, why uh, do you ex- like? What does he want? What does Carlos want? Like now you owe me a fa- now you owe me a favor. I will ask for it at some point in the future where you ask when you are least expecting it. I don't know. I can't. I don't know how much money or how much money did they win? A considerable amount he's yeah. given him. I don't know. How he much won ten thousand pounds on the fruit machine. Did he? But then he must have spent more on the roulette. So maybe mm. he's won millions of pounds. But I don't know why to that. Maybe it's because they're pals. They're fast pals now. Maybe they must be. Carlos has no friends. Carlos is is a loner in this instance and now he's found some friends amongst the adults yeah the only connection he's really had is with those twins who made him piss in a balloon and then threw it at Rafe, in fact. Yeah. So he's probably maybe he feels bad about feels the balloon bad about incident. That, yeah. He's like, here, have twelve buses. And yeah. A bag or, maybe of money. Like, or maybe he's like, um, maybe he's like Ginger Beasting or or yeah. Henry Rollins and like. Yeah. And he was really turned on by that. And um, like. It's awakened something in this six-year-old mind. You know, he wouldn't, he fancies Rafe, so that's why he put his piss all over him and like you know, giving him money, he thinks like you know, a million dollars, you'll sleep with me. It's yeah. like um, indecent proposal. Well, he tried the 12 buses first. He's like, here are 12 buses. And Rafe's all like, oh, thanks, mate. And he's like, would you like to do anything about the buses? I'll probably drive them, mate. Here is a bag of money. (laughs) Yeah. Would you like to do anything to me now? Well, maybe he's not allowed to own buses because of his name. I know buses aren't cars. (laughs) What is a car? Well, that's what it's got four wheels and goes rum rum rum. Yeah, but I mean, you know, in in a train, right? Trains have cars, right? Yes. But they also call them coaches. That's true. Right? Yeah. So is a coach a car? I mean, it this is. is re- especially if you're French, like well, Carlos. Well, a bus has got four wheels and goes rum rum rum. So that is a car, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you're French, like Carlos is, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're not totally sure. You're like, well, they call they call trains cars and coaches. So clearly, cars and coaches are the same thing. Yeah. So if I'm going to be called Carlos, I can't be owning coaches. Mm-hmm. Other people, someone will be like, you're not. You're owning a load of cars. Yes. It's worried about it yeah because he's got a box of toy cars mm. it's got a bus in there he's like well that's a car then isn't it yeah makes sense it's got a box of toy cars it's got superman in it that's a car yeah, then. yeah, yeah supercar yeah now play with my car superman <laughs> <laughs> is it a bird is it a car yeah, yeah the cat <laughs> okay. um so yeah so he had to give the buses away but like then yeah. he gave him some money to he was like oh you've got to look after i can't have these cars you, so you take them. So here's some money to to look after them. Yeah, he's he th- ah yeah. He thinks that he doesn't realise that he's doing Rafe a favour by giving him all the buses. Yeah. He's like, I've got to get rid of these buses, otherwise I have to change my name. Yes. Quick, who can I give them to? Rafe's there. Then oh, I could probably take them off your hands, mate. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, you're so kind. Mm. Let me give you this bag of money to say thank you. Yeah. And Rafe's going, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I suppose I am pretty kind. Let me uh, let me put that bag of money on one of my buses. Yeah. I'll put it on the gold. Come <laughs> on with all the crabs. <laughs> The diamond, diamond, diamond crab. encrusted crabs walking around. Yeah. <laughs> they can protect my money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's, <laughs> that's that sentence worked out then. Good. 
Sometimes we're sometimes. I mean, this is the thing about your prose, isn't it? It's so dense. Mm. There's so much going on. It's dense. Who'd have, all right, yeah. who'd have known? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're so dense, right? <laughs> yeah. Because who'd have known? Just the sentence. Carlos had given him the other eleven coaches and mm. a considerable amount of money. Yeah. Would have so much information hidden behind it. All right. <clears throat> So these thoughts and more drifted through his mind as he started up the motor. I love the little lines like that in your story. These, like the little linking lines that you don't realise aren't necessary. They are. <laughs> Where you like this, way, isn't it? this is what he was thinking while he did a thing. <laughs> it's really I just say he did the thing. We know he was thinking that, but it's it's wonderful. Yeah, but you don't know about the other things he's thinking that I've mentioned. In the, oh, the more. Yeah. The more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are the more? Well, this is the Cliff Notes. Where Cliff Notes has to get yeah. in there and say like. And, so we know what these thoughts were, but what are the more? Like Cliff Notes would be like, well, obviously, what uh, what the other things that he's thinking about is um, um, what are all these diamond crabs doing on my bus? <laughs> Probably for a stat. <laughs> Principally, no. how am I going to drive while being yeah. attacked by diamond crabs? And how uh, how is any of this how is this bus even going to go anywhere since it's made of gold? Made of gold. And really fucking it, heavy. Yeah. And, uh, has it got an engine? Yeah. Or is it just a decorative bus? <laughs> and all the, if all the if all the petrol's made from gold, yeah, is that is that that, that doesn't work? That That's work? not how internal combustion engines yeah. work. You can't put gold in them and hope for the best. Mm. Yeah, I mean this isn't a bus, is it? It's a crab cage. It's yeah. a gold crab cage. Massive gold crab cage. <laughs> so probably the next one of the things he's thinking is, oh, I should probably get off this bus and get on one of the others that are actually buses. So so that's what the more is. That's good. Feel free to help yourself at the bar. Rafe yelled back. Oh, yeah. It's a luxury bus. It's a luxury bus. It hasn't got a toilet, it's got, but it has got a casino It's got a bar, it. it's got a casino, it's got a swimming pool, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's got a bookshop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a, a, a lift, but they're not working a, currently because yeah, no, uh, for some reason it's stuck something. on the roof. Yeah, we don't know why. Uh, it's got uh, 150 bedrooms. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. I've got confused. I'm trying to drive the hotel. Yeah. Everyone in the bus. Mm. Now, feel free to help yourself at the bar, Rafe yelled back and then switched on the televisions and put on a horror story video, much to the objections of Ms Stone, <laughs> who said children should not watch such things. <laughs> but Rafe had said the film was a PG. This is a lot of information, isn't it? Yeah, it's a PG, it's all right. Whereupon Ms Stone had remarked that the children had not brought their parents, which resulted in a thank heavens from the pupils mm -hmm. and shouting from Rafe who told Ms Stone that he and she would get it on, get it on, no, that he and she would one day get it on, when he wasn't so busy, investigate the true meaning behind the words parental guidance. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna, you know, one day the two of them will sit down and investigate the uh, true meaning of the words parental guidance. Yeah, yeah. Something wrong it, with that. It, it means that you've got to, that the parents have got to make the decision. Well, no, I think what, he, what, he, what he's saying is that, like, you know, the term parental guidance doesn't mean that you actually have to have your parent there. It just means you need uh, an adult with you. But, like, mm. for some reason they chose the word parental. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is true. Like your supervising adult mm. should decide. But I mean, that supervising adult may not have children, so they're not a parent. Like you yeah. know, I'm not allowed to, to take a 12 year old to see um, um, a porno because uh, you know I've not got children of my own, <laughs> and because pornos aren't PG rating. <laughs> it's very rare that penis hard... good, penis good rating, <laughs> hardcore penis grow rating. Yeah, that's what PG stands for. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean you can take kids in. Yeah. 
Perhaps it wasn't going to be as bad as Tom Haining had thought. Mm. He'd been expecting some hellish school trip. Admittedly, it had started out rather bad with that balloon business, but it had got better now that he'd come to think about it. It might have seemed bad at the time. <laughs> and no, it was not bad at the time. <laughs> and he'd probably... And he'd probably been asleep through the good bits. What? But he'd come out of it a wealthy man. Oh. No longer with a general distaste for the children. He's rich as well. Even Rafe, he realised, was enjoying himself. And had told... Of course he was. He's got 12 buses and a coaching service and a bag of money. And a load of crabs. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a fucking load of diamond crabs wandering around his head. Just (laughs) clambering around him. Yeah, he's loving it. And Rafe had told Tom that he would like to come along for the boat journey. Oh, right, yeah. Drive so it, basically, mate. basically, what we're learning from this is that these the teachers, uh, well, Tom and Rafe, yeah. formerly hated every minute of it. They hated the kids. They hated the trip. Yeah. They were really annoyed. Then they got a bag of money, money each, yeah. and now they're happy. And yeah, now they're that's, like, how, that's what happiness is. is. That's what happiness is. And that's my understanding of it as a yeah. child: is that okay. money makes money you happy. Doesn't buy you happiness. Money is happiness. Is happiness. Yeah. To think. Rafe had hated the children to begin with, and now he wanted to go on holiday with them. <laughs> yeah, I'd be more worried about this. Oh, no, something. After spending that night in a hotel with the kids, suddenly I like them or want to go on holiday with yeah. them. All right, Rafe, I don't think we should take you. Yeah, I know, Rafe but, dicks. Like, boat as well. <laughs> Miss Stone would have disagreed. She was having a dreadful time and detested all the children. Mm. Back when she'd just started teaching, she had enjoyed herself. However, her enjoyment had not lasted. She had discovered that the children she taught at a high school were rude, cheeky and very irritating. Mm. So she'd taken a job at a junior school where children were not yet turned to rudeness Mm. and being chunky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> being chunky. <laughs> cheeky, okay. Well, they were cheeky. still thin and nice. Yeah. Well, they all grew up to be <laughs> fat and rude. Fat and rude, but like Greta Binchley. Yeah. What do you mean I've put you off teaching? <laughs> <laughs> no, it says uh, she'd taken a job at a junior school where children were not yet turned to rudeness and being cheeky. No, instead, they were just animals escaped from a zoo. All right, that's not a junior school. <laughs> She's got a job next to a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> near a hole in a zoo. It could have been a school next to a zoo. Yeah, yeah. With a, a well, evacuated all the children. Yeah, just all the animals walking around. She walked she in. Didn't, went, she did not get the memo that right, day. Right, you monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> you just ant- She needs animals. fucking glasses, though, if she can't tell the difference between a zebra and a five-year-old. <laughs> Stop being stripy and shitting everywhere. <laughs> Hold on a second. Brent was writing, and the two highly intelligent children, Catherine and Buck, were helping him. Who? Right, Catherine and Buck, they were the ones who were having a conversation about astrophysics right. at the back of the bus okay. as a joke, right. and then haven't been in it since. Like, yeah. They haven't even been mentioned <laughs> except for that one moment, and now they're back. Pretty exciting. Dead never got off the bus. Okay, let me read it back to you, said Brent. It drifted backwards and then forwards, never ceasing in its endless toil. It was not an artifact, but a machine. Not a robot, nor an android, but a cyborg. It was ageless, but had once been a she. <laughs> its only real human living parts now were the brain, and heart, and lungs, and legs. 
and arms <laughs> and its head and also its shoulders and its toes and its anyway, shoes yeah. <laughs> really it just had a false hip it was just an old lady who had a replacement hip but she was a cyborg uh, no no it's only living it's only real human living parts now with a brain and heart and lungs and even they were Boy. borrowed and even they were borrowed Alright, so it's a cyborg mm. whose only real living human parts are its brain, heart and lungs. Heart and, lungs. and they were borrowed. So yeah. there's someone else's brain. <laughs> right? yeah. Okay. So this woman, like Susan the cyborg or yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah. All right, she's got all her replacement bits and then eventually she's gone, I don't really like my brain though. <laughs> Could I have a new brain? Yeah. Like, yeah, here you go. Here's John's brain. Okay, <laughs> thanks very much. Now I'm... Am I Susan still? Yeah. Susan the cyborg? Am I now John the cyborg? Yeah, Susan with Susan Susan John's brain. Meanwhile, at the back of the bus, the shop had shut up for the day. Now, Amy sat with Nigel and Marcus. Derek was asleep and Jenny was reading a book elsewhere, like on a different bus. <laughs> yeah, plenty of them. Yeah. They were helping Amy rehearse for the school play. Mm. What did you say your brother's name was? Read Marcus. Karim Mustarafan, <laughs> said Amy. <laughs> Karim Mustarafan? Huh? <laughs> no, silly, Karim Osterafen. <laughs> Not a very good play, is it? Remarked Nigel. <laughs> well, I think it's very good, <laughs> said Marcus. Only because you're doing the main part. Not for real. Shut up, you two. Let's continue. Now we kiss. She's moving in. She's moving in on Marcus. No. Amy is. So not as much as this. No, we kiss. Oh, it's going to make Jenny jealous, this. Yeah. Go on, then, suggested Nigel. What? exclaimed Marcus. He doesn't have to. We're only rehearsing. Mm. And he's not really playing the part of John. Ah, Because <laughs> yeah, we haven't got any Johns ah. in this yet. Uh, no, yeah, they're, reading, they're reading more of my Doctor in script, yeah, aren't absolutely. they? Like, That's why this is John. a shit play. Yeah, he's playing John, she's playing John, mm. uh, Marcus, <laughs> everyone's playing John. John walks up to John and tells him that John's outside to talk to John. So, it'll add to the mood. You know, I mean, you can't get all romantic properly if you don't do what the book says. Mm. Okay, agreed Amy. Whee. Go on then, Marcus, kiss me. Yeah, yeah, because it's really sexy now. Yeah. I, 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 stammered Marcus. Go on, said Nigel. Um, yeah, go on, right. Marcus leant over and kissed Amy on the cheek. Oh, what a letdown. Nigel sighed. It says here, he pointed to the book, it's a long kiss and it's on the lips. Tongues, it's I tongues. I don't think I can do that. <sighs> yes, you must do what it says. Yeah. Oh, well thought Marcus. Here goes nothing. And he kissed her. Uh, so this is where you gave up on this story. Ah. Uh, so but we've just got a few pages left. And the final um, section is called Really In and Around Plymouth Town. Wow. Because the last section was called In and Around Plymouth Town and then it, it just it wasn't. So I guess you, you planned that, like you wrote the title before you wrote the chapter and then it never quite got that far. What I think would have happened would I would have realised that I'd never been to Plymouth. And so I was like, but I know what a bus is like. I've been on one of them. So let's stay on the bus okay. and just never, whatever we do under any circumstances, let's not get right. to Plymouth because they're going to have to describe what so a you, seagull is or something. So you think this, this chapter never gets there either. Have you been to Plymouth since? 
Woods. I don't ever know yeah. if that's a real place or whether I made it up. <laughs> it is that, is it's a real, real place, yeah. Where yeah, is it, France? Uh, yeah, it's in France, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, uh, I've been to the, very, like, the really far south, uh, southwestern corner of France. Oh, yeah, the hot bit. <laughs> yeah. You've been to Paris. What did you do in Paris when you went? Did you like Paris? No, especially, no. <laughs> Where did you stay? Did you stay in a hotel? Mm. Was it a nice hotel? I don't remember. No, no. Weirdly, I went to Paris for at least a weekend the mm-hmm. last time I went to Paris and I have no memory of where I stayed at all like, mm-hmm. I, would, I didn't even know if it was a hotel or a hostel I have no picture of that yeah I couldn't tell you which arrondissement I was staying in <laughs> no, or anything like that. I, no, no, I no. can barely tell you what one is <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a villain from Doctor Who isn't it oh, oh no Lila the arrondissement oh, they're oh, coming yeah. for us <laughs> what is this arrondissement Doctor Who <laughs> why are there eight of them in France <laughs> yeah, I don't know Lila You'll have to ask French people that. Yeah. I am not French. <laughs> Just occasionally I sound a bit yeah. French. <laughs> but I'm definitely not from France. I don't know. Are there eight? There's 12. Is there 12 around no this idea. month? No idea. There's a, a certain number. Say, say, the no, say the sentence again and then I'll patch it in. Okay. <laughs> Um, what was the sentence? <laughs> I don't know. Around this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. I'll just put that in. Patch that in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, I don't know. Um, I've been to some Frenchy places. I went to, I went to Paris. It was kind of like... Yeah, I went to Paris. Um, uh, it was dark. <laughs> Nine time. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was really disappointed when I went to Paris. It was dark. Listen, I had this. I had the, I had the experience I had in, in Paris that I've had in most most of Europe that we've had conversations about before. Is that there's <laughs> yeah, no yeah. no food there other than ham and <laughs> ham and fucking cheese sandwiches. I think sometimes the... hot ones, <laughs> but that's fucking it. I was thinking about this the other day, and I think because uh, I mean I, I I hear my students all the time talking about how like you know their, their impression of food and they're you know they always say that uh, their impression of food is like uh, I, have, I have a cheese and have sandwich put me in a yeah, that's toaster all, that's all they think food is I'm like yeah. can you do I don't know can you do a different food and they're like no that's the only food mm. I know oh, I'm from France mm. no, no. <laughs> they always I mean they always say that British food is terrible, mm. all right? And I always want to fight them. <laughs> I, mean, I get really defensive about this. And I don't get defensive about much. Because we don't, about we, we don't have many shops that sell uh, cheese and ham sandwiches. <laughs> that is one possibility, that we don't have enough cheese and ham sandwiches. Or when they go to Tesco to get yeah. a sandwich, because all they ever do is go to Tesco. And this is what I get really annoyed about. I'm like, well, what English food have you had? Is it Tesco food? <laughs> oh, well, oh, te- oh, you've discovered that Tesco food is rubbish, have you? Congratulations, yes. Now, why don't you paint the whole of the UK with Tesco's brush, mm-hmm. Tesco's rubbish brush, and uh, uh, you know, because they're and also they're comparing like their mum's cooking mm-hmm. and their favourite restaurant in their country that after they've tested loads of restaurants and found the best one that they like the most with Tesco, mm-hmm. and then they're going, oh, English food's rubbish, and so I get annoyed with them for that. But I was also thinking, like, our impression of like European food is that it's rubbish, and it's the same thing right because what we're doing is like i don't know certainly when i go to somewhere like paris i'm looking for the cheapest possible food because paris is hella expensive right no 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 No? it's not no (laughs) okay tell because i was thinking like i've been i've been i've been i've been uh, you know uh, as a in a posh restaurant and they've given you a menu and it just says it just says ham and cheese sandwiches (laughs) i've been to some posh places around the world and it's always fucking (laughs) it's always a cheese and ham sandwich in some f- different form, sometimes <laughs> someone's having a joke with you, like your okay. parents are playing a massive prank on you. Okay, to be fair, I mean, like, well, Japan's not in Europe, but um, <laughs> I went to true. I went to Japan. I went to one restaurant, and their idea of cuisine was like they just 
Didn't bother cooking some, it. No, they brought you, you <laughs> lamb, right? Just yeah. bits of lamb and a bowl of salt. And that was all they did in that restaurant. Wow. It was like bits of lamb that you dip in salt. I mean, <laughs> just various bits of lamb. So like I liked that. You get a like, lamb was better than a cheese and ham sandwich. You get like a lamb shank for mm. the starter and a lamb steak for the main course and a lamb trotter for dessert. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you just get little slices of lamb. But, you know, I did... Well, we've had the conversation because I did have that pizza in... Um, yeah, yeah. In, 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 with in uh, carrots on it. Right? Yeah, with carrots on it, yeah. Yeah, that's not a cheese and ham sandwich. No, pizza with carrots on, that's almost the opposite of a cheese... You want a cheese and ham sandwich at that stage, Yeah, I did you? do, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Where's my cheese and ham what sandwich? What was I thinking? Well, I ordering people. something that wasn't a cheese and ham sandwich. That's my own fault. Yeah. Well, that's maybe that's why cheese and ham sandwiches are so popular mm. in mainland Europe, because the alternative really is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> and in some ways, a pizza is a cheese and ham sandwich, isn't it? Yes. Because you do have... Most pizzas are cheese and some form of pork, right? With bread. <laughs> and what is that except a cheese and ham sandwich? It's a really nice one. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love pizza, but... I mean, a pepperoni pizza, that's just a cheese and ham sandwich. Listen, I'm not saying that like, if you go into a, you know, a restaurant and like, <clears> you, that, that you can't get some fucking chicken, I mean, that does happen. But, you know, it's not brilliant. It's not like the best chicken in the world. It's just like a bit of chicken with some potatoes next to it. It's like, all right, well done, congratulations. You've successfully not served me a croque monsieur, but, but that's just, I mean, that's chicken and potatoes, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that difficult. You're going to say mm. English food is bad, but we can cook all your food. Yeah. It doesn't matter if English food is bad, we can cook all the food. Yeah, well, like, what we, makes know, it... we know how to make curry and chilli yeah. and like um, yeah, sushi, ma- and yeah. like we can do all that stuff. We And we can also make pies and mash and, and yeah. fish and chips. Because you know? what makes what makes food <laughs> English anyway? I mean, like, <laughs> does it, the animal have to be born here or what? I don't know. Well, I mean, if it's like sandwiches, but like everyone I mean, eats sandwiches. We have fish in England, so therefore sushi is English, right? Yeah, yeah, fish, fish is, uh, well, fish, you know, we just happen to batter it and mm. deep fry it. That's, you know, and uh, in many ways, I think that's better than not bothering to cook it in the first place and well, wrapping maybe, it in a maybe, leaf. Maybe the thing about Europe is that they only have pigs and cows, so that's why yeah. everything's cheese and ham. <laughs> now, I don't think other animals. You want to get a bit of lamb, you're like fucked. You got to go. You got to go to Wales or New Zealand if yeah, you want yeah. lamb. They do have. They, they, if you yeah, so it's cheese and ham if you're poor, and you might be able to get beef. Cheese and ham if you're cheese and ham if you're pork. If you're pork, yeah. yeah. If you're into pork, but you <laughs> might get beef if you really go uptown because they've got cows. No, no, French people <laughs> like you know they call us roast buff, don't they? They, they? they think that's hilarious. They don't eat yeah. cows in France. But I think that's because they don't roast it. They eat it raw. They, just, oh, they right. just bite cows. Mm. <laughs> In a sandwich, usually. They stick it in a sandwich and Sorry, then they go, oh, this, uh, this sandwich has a cow in it. Take it to the cow and I will have the cheese and ham. <laughs> if, you, if you're a vegetarian in, in Europe, then they're completely fucking confused. Like, well, I was, you know, I've been a vegetarian, right. you know, a half-eyed one in my time. <laughs> but I was like in Italy <clears throat> being a vegetarian and they were like, oh, I don't know what to feed you then. Yeah, I remember being in places like Paris and going into... Um, you know, shops and that all they had were cheese and ham sandwiches or cafes. And you go, um, is it possible to get this sandwich without the ham? Yeah. And that's just the most shocking idea. Like, you, yeah, like, like you've just said, fucking arrived from Mars. And yeah. Like, and what you is said, this alien talking Can about? I have this sandwich without the bread? Yeah. yeah. Is that level? Isn't it? <laughs> you go, well, what you mean, just a bit of cheese and ham? Oh, I suppose you would like me to take away this cheese and this bread as well. I give you this air sandwich. No, no, no. no I want the cheese and bread. No, here's uh, that air sandwich you, you ordered. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like a serviette uh, with it an invisible even, serviette it's not even a sandwich with no bread it's an air nutwich <laughs> yeah, you British a, people you British people with your crazy food always what? putting cows in your mouths yeah what is your problem and that's the kind of le- I think that's where this idea that British food is terrible or weird comes from because we're these crazy people who turn up in Paris saying 
could we have your one type of sandwich slightly <laughs> different, please? Is there any chance of like having, I don't know, some ketchup on it or some kind of flavour? Yeah. Uh, could it? No, no, it's just white bread, cheese, and boring ham, and no joy. Oh, brilliant! Thanks, France. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some milk in your coffee. You <laughs> yeah, that was and in, in Amsterdam. And, and all over Europe as well. You ask for tea with milk and they ask you three times if you're sure. Mm. You're like, I'd like a cup of tea, please. And could you could you bring me some milk? And they're like, milk? Mm. And their English is perfect. So It comes out of that thing you get cheese from. <laughs> cheese, you know, you like yeah. cheese, don't you? Yeah, it's like 80% of your diet. That's why they get confused, because, like, you know, if you, yeah. if, you, if you ask for milk, they're thinking, does he want ham in it as well? Does he want some ham in his tea? It's that weird British people. Come cheese over here. Tea. Come over here, want cheese and ham in their tea. Now we've established that all food in the world, yep. except English food, is rubbish. So you've got yourself your cheese and ham sandwich. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got a cup of tea with like no milk in. You're ready to some ready cheese to and a pig's trotter floating about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready to get started. I think. So sit back and enjoy episode chapter. Something. Episode chapter. Well, this. it doesn't have a chapter number, but it says in and around Plymouth Town. For reals. Come on, my group called Ms. Stone. They were on the cobbled streets of Plymouth, staring at the ye old sweet jar shop. May we go into some sweets, Miss, please? <laughs> this is supposed to be an educational tour. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean, yes? Well, began Derek, just because it's an education tour doesn't mean we can't visit a sweet shop. It's <laughs> a weird conclusion. <laughs> yeah. It does when I'm the leader. Now, come along. The pupils followed her. Don't worry, Derek, hmm. said Polly. I have a portable shop inside this carrier bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's gone mental. <laughs> I've got me on back shop. <laughs> Do you want to go to me shop? <laughs> portable shop in this bag. Yeah. Um, she opened the bag she was carrying. Wow! exclaimed Derek. Looking at the shop. <laughs> yeah. Would you care to make a purchase? All proceeds to charity. Mm. Yes, sure. And so Derek picked out the items of food he wanted and gave Polly the money. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent, excellent. Another excellent scene by Howard there. Uh, the buying from the bag shop scene. Yeah. What did he buy? We don't know. The items that he wanted. <laughs> he picked out the items that he wanted and he and paid he, for and them. And he paid for them and he left. With money from his pocket. <laughs> Derek returned to Nigel and Jenny, who walked along in a group. <laughs> yeah, there's two people in a group. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to go out with either of us? Nigel was saying. So he's a persuasive guy. Yeah. You sure you don't want to go out with me? I've got a big penis. Yeah, with either of us, though. Yeah, yeah. No? no? Okay, what about my friend? Well, I don't mind if you don't suck mine, but you could suck <laughs> his, maybe. How can you say no to both of them? We've been denied this sweet shop. I've got a stick of rock and so's he. Yeah. I could dip it in sugar if you like. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have some of your sticks of rock <laughs> if you don't mind, said Greg eventually. Well, any port in a storm. Um, I've already told you that I don't. Why not? Asked Derek. Why not? Yeah, you fucking... Well... Neither of you is my type. And besides, there's someone else. Mm. You're already going out with someone? No, but I fancy someone else. Fancy. Oh. Oh. No, no. Oh. 
Is it me? Yeah. Of course it is. I'm irresistible to women. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not yet. He hasn't gone through that adventure yet. He's been <laughs> utterly ignored by everyone on this adventure. Oh. Oh. Who? Marcus. <gasps> well, she told him. <laughs> Derek choked on the Mars bar. He was presently engaged in eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. What a brilliant <laughs> sentence. Derek choked on the Mars bar. He was f- currently occupied with the eating thereof. <laughs> Consumption. <laughs> Brilliant. Marcus. Yeah, Mark. Wayne. Hey, Wayne. <laughs> I dig you a lot. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> exactly the same. Marcus. Asked Nigel incredulously. Yes. Why? What's wrong with that? Well, um, I'm afraid he's not... Uh, Vacant. Not vacant. What? <laughs> Someone inside him taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, there's a... Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I couldn't find a toilet, so I just Arthur, entered this boy. Yeah, Arthur just climbed in his mouth and started taking a crap. <laughs> Marcus is dead now. <laughs> Look at him. He's fallen to pieces on the floor. Man. Well, said Gret, Na- when nature calls. <laughs> Gret Binchleaf answers. <laughs> No, that's not what um, what Nigel says. Nigel says... You know, his surname was Peabody. I thought, you know, if you can pee in his body, maybe you could take a shit in there as well. <laughs> Marcus shit stomach, I call <laughs> All right, so I'm afraid... <laughs> said Marcus and then yeah, died. And then died. Yeah, full of grip and shit. Yeah. I'm afraid he's I'm not, not the only one around who is full of shit, said Grip Benchley. <laughs> he is now. Mine, specifically. <laughs> no, so Nigel actually says, I'm afraid he's not vacant. <laughs> what? He's going out with Amy. Because they snogged at the end of the last chapter. Oh, right. Who knows if it's true. Oh, I thought or... Amy was Jenny. That's how well-drawn <laughs> these characters are. <laughs> but I'm doing such convincingly different accents. One of them's Scottish yeah, but that's and one of them's not oh, Scottish. So, so Amy's <laughs> Amy the, is Scottish, the yeah. actress. Yeah. And Marcus was like chatting up Jenny and they went to a bookshop together. Je- Marcus and Jenny seemed to be getting together, but then they did that play at the end of the last chapter... And that, and the play said that Marcus had to kiss Amy, mm. and it ended with them doing it. Mm. And I guess either Nigel is lying because mm-hmm. he wants Jenny, or something's happened between chapters we haven't yeah. seen. It's just, well, I suppose, it's a natural assumption if you see, you know, a girl and a boy so, snogging that you think they're probably dating. Yeah, in a play. <laughs> if you if you see two actors snogging, they're in not a play. on. They weren't on stage. They were on a bus. Yeah, yeah, but they were rehearsing a play. Was Nigel there with them? I think so, so. Was that him saying you've got to snog? I think so. Ah, oh, so he's lying then. Yeah. Yeah, because he's the liar as well, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the. Didn't you say one. that he went to Dover in a sub, in a inflatable in submarine? submarine once. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> in a big gold submarine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's probably lying. No, wait, the next. Okay, there's a new section, and the first words are "It was true." Oh, well. <laughs> so, probably should have read so that. Thanks, past Howard. <laughs> thanks for telling us because we did need to know that. Yeah, thanks, present Rufus, for being unable to like you know see one see line ahead. Yeah. yeah, well, I can't read. It takes me a long time to read your writing. I have to focus on it. No, no I'm glad you didn't see. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was true. Marcus walked along with Amy's hand in his. In his he what? was huh? in his what? <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> he was in love. Mr Parker's group had not been so fortunate and they were inside Plymouth Museum. Plymouth Museum. Yeah. Museum of Plymouth. That exists. That probably does. Being lectured on large cucumbers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that says... It's a large cucumber museum. 
Welcome to the large group. Anchors, anchors, large anchors. Yeah, um, being oh, lectured right. on large anchors. Not, I, I thought it was. That's like, my understanding of Plymouth. Then it's by the sea. Yeah. Anchors, they got anchors, anch- and rusty, hardly recognisable cannons. So yeah, cannons and anchors. That's that's what you get. Maybe I've been to Plymouth. Maybe. I mean, for me to like, you know, have such you know disguised Detailed vitriol knowledge. towards yeah. it, it's kind <laughs> of like, you know, as fucking oh. Yeah. Did you ever get a boat to like Spain or Portugal or anything like that? We got one called the Sea Demon once, yeah. and like, and what happened was like, I got on it with this prince who just won loads of money on the roulette. <laughs> and and we were buses. Yeah, and we, he had twelve buses. And oh yeah, and uh, halfway across <laughs> we got picked up by a spaceship. <laughs> Into space. <laughs> space. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Um, that's why it's Spoilers. a space. That's why it's a spaceship. It's not a spaceship. It's a spaceship. So we went to space in it. Okay. The twins were annoying the, the museum. Twins. Wow. Attendant. The twins were annoying the museum attendant. Amy and Anne were having a bitching match. In in inverted commas. Were having a bitching match, like girls do. (laughs) A bitching Um, match. Which involved hurling insults at each other, getting increasingly personal and more crude each time. And Marcus was trying to examine Amy's legs through her tights. Oh. Nice. With like a magnifying glass? Or? <laughs> yes. Some minutes later, the group was thrown out of the museum. Uh, is she wearing her tights? Or does it just mean that like, you know, he's, he's, holding put on, on, he's put them on his head? Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to examine her legs. He's like, do you know what? I think it'd be easier to see your legs if I took your tights off my head. <laughs> yes, that probably would be a good idea. I mean, I took my tights off so you could look at my legs and you mm. immediately put my tights on your head, mm. which destroyed the point of me taking them off in the first place. Aren't you a bit warm in those tights, Amy? <laughs> Brilliant. Shut up and follow me, Ken voiced loudly. Yeah. Ken voiced loudly and... Yeah, aren't you a bit warm in those clothes? Yeah. Aren't you a bit warm in those tits? Do you want to take your tits off? Okay. Shut up and follow me, Ken voiced loudly and strode off, the children running to keep up. Hmm. The end. What? That is the end. There is no more. How will this story get an end if young Howard never finished it? Will we just give up and stop the story here? Or will some surprise ghostwriter step in to finish it? Bruce Willis. Find out next week on the... Worst writer in the world. Worst writer in the world. Worst writer in the world. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. If you find yourself wondering, hey, who's this Gret Binchleaf character they keep talking about? Well, he's the star of one of our other shows called, surprisingly, Gret Binchleaf Private Eye, which you can find on the British Comedy Guide, can't you, Howard? No. <laughs> no, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Search Gret Binchleaf or look on the British Comedy Guide. Do, you know, usual places, usual places. How do you spell that? How are you spelling Gret Binchleaf? Uh, with a G. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mostly with a G. If you've already heard all the Gret Binchleaf, then maybe you should consider joining our secret gang, which oh, has exclusive Gret Binchleaf <gasps> stories, with a new one coming this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Check out this exciting trailer for it. This week on the Man by Cow Secret Gang. Are you here about the receptionist's job? said Gret, bearing down on the man. 
No, Penny, this one stopped taking notation about a year ago. Oh, no. I can't decide if she's lazy or dead. <laughs> he should get an expert like Ohio Grant in to tell him. He wouldn't, he'd just eat it. Yeah, but that's like, how you know. Basically, you get Ohio Grant round, and if he eats your secretary, she's, <laughs> she's definitely dead. A brand new Grant Pinchleaf adventure exclusive to the gang. My name is Nick Darnold, said Nick Darnold. <laughs> Grant lowered his eyebrows. My, my, my. What a wholly unique name, said Gret. So exotic. <laughs> I tell you what, Nick Donald, I once met a Nickety Knob Donald do. I shared a flight with a Nikino Donald Dover. I even met some crazy penis thief called the Nickel Witch. But I've never encountered a name so brief, so precise, so normal. You must be from not around here. I'm from a distant realm known as Man by Cow Secret Gangdonier, <laughs> Ville World Land. <laughs> So, uh, do you, uh, come here often? Said Gret. To the shed? Maybe Nick was mistaken, but it seemed like Gret was coming on to him. No, of course not, silly me, said Gret, coyly, or scratching his ass. What am I like? Just one of many stories only available to the secret gang. You're probably thinking, for Gret Benchley. He's far too cool and handsome to care about equalness. <laughs> well, an old acquaintance of mine gave me an equalness chart to teach me all about equalness. It's very comprehensive. Pretty much everything there is, is equal. Birds, dolphins, people, all the same level of equalness. In fact, there's only really one thing less than equal. Find out what's less than equal by signing up now at manbycow.com.